Water is everything for our life here on earth, but also the church invites us to add a value, a supernatural value to holy water. Is holy water some form of magic potion? Our next episode is all about the benefits of holy water. You will be surprised to see how many wonderful benefits the holy water has for you. Welcome to Salve Maria, the podcast of the Heralds of the Gospel. So welcome to another episode of Salve Maria, the podcast of the Heralds of the Gospel. Um, we are here today, of course, with Father Arthur. Salve Maria, Father Arthur. Salve Maria. It's a joy to have you here, Brother Justin as well. Salve Maria. Salve Maria. And today is a very special program because today we're going to be talking about the value and the benefits of holy water. And well, maybe Father, to delve into the topic, to, to start a little bit on the on the on the on the topic, it would be interesting to mention, no, that of course, well, the role of water, no, in our in our in our planet, the role of water in our no in our, in our no the in human beings, but of course we're going to talk about how the church supernaturalizes, right, transforms the water into something supernatural. And I'm sure people that are listening, uh, we hope that after you finish this this episode, you're really going to become fond of you know finding holy water and using it because it's really very very not only refreshing <laughs> but also <laughs> very very beautiful from the from the spiritual point of view. So, Father, I don't know where do we start. Water is fundamental, no? In the end of essential. <laughs> I think that is amazing how you know uh, God wanted to distinguish our planet with water to such a degree that scientists call, call our planet the blue planet because it is seen from, from the space with the color of the, the water. It's the water that gives the color to our planet. So it's something unique that our Lord created for us and obviously he had many intentions in doing them. So water is a very important element. If we think we have, we have the earth, which is uh, solid, we have the air, which is um, which, uh, immaterial. Exactly, <laughs> material. And then we have the water, which is something in between, which is uh, something that um, can be used in a much better way than the earth itself. Because uh, if we're going to use something to bless somebody, we cannot think in, in, in pouring earth on him. We cannot think of pouring air on him because, you know, how can you go to get there? Mm -hmm. But yes, the water, you can see it and you can feel it. And at the same time, it's nice. So water is a uh, very important element that God has created with a tremendous intention to, to transmit a great blessing. But it's not an invention of the church that there is blessings about the water. No, I mean, the, the Old Testament is plenty of symbolisms and also plenty of blessings as well for water, right? Absolutely, all the, the ablutions of the, uh, the the Jewish, you know, rituals. The rituals were based on water. The Jewish people bless water. Yeah, they have done that throughout the Old Testament. So it's not a a new item or something that was distinct. And to uh, to uh, to wash your feet, you know, before meals when you were coming back from town, etc., was a way of taking sin out of you and bringing a blessing for you. And this is what our Lord Jesus Christ is going to use for his first miracle. He uses water, Very which is the, the transformation of water into wine. He wanted to use water. He loves water. 
Now, in the, in the Old Testament, right, there are several moments in which water is fundamental. It's also, of course, the, the prefigure of baptism. Absolutely. I, w uh, I would say that the Bible begins by mentioning water. Genesis. We'll one, two, Genesis, yeah. yeah. The beginning of the Bible is already about, about water because it says that the story of creation, huh? in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, and the, the earth was without form or shape, with darkness over the abyss. You know, it's, it's a very strange situation. Huh? This darkness over the abyss. What abyss is this? We don't know. It's not very clear. Another way of translating the abyss is void. The void. Mysterious. But, but remember, that is something of God. It's God's uncreated potential. So he hasn't created it yet, but he's going to. It's not something beyond God. But God is there, and all of a sudden, there's the mention of water right there. Oh, yes, of course. He you have knows. nothing else, but you have water. You have water and you have earth. And, and it says, the, uh, and a mighty wind sweeping over the waters. So the water is already there. there is, God created water from the beginning. And then he sent his spirit to, uh, to move over the waters. But that's, that's, the that's waters. incredible because, you know, people tend to think, you know, no, 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 no. How come God is three persons in one and everything else? But right there, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. In hindsight, no one yes. understands that after our Lord tells us that he's got the Father, God, and the Holy Spirit. But if you look, it's already in the very first chapter, the Holy Spirit is present. It's, no? it's a, the Ruah no, of God, which is the Spirit yeah. of God, the breath of God is his yeah, Spirit. Wow, the Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> so um, already right in the beginning, there is water and God sent his Spirit on the water. So the mission of the water starts there, in the beginning of the Bible. And it's always a spiritual reference to cleansing, no? It's always a spiritual reference to purifying, no? Purifying everything. God is going to use the water for the first chastisement. Hmm? Well, the, the, um, uh, the big flood, you know. Uh, Violence first... upon the earth exactly. was so strong, and then God uses water to... And don't forget, the everything. Garden of Eden was the confluence of the three major rivers. So again, water is incredibly... There's no paradise, there's no heaven envisioned in a desert. And there's no life. No life. The, Where you find water, you yeah, find life. And also exactly. the, the, the value, no? because imagine, no, one thing is to use water frequently in a, well, a place like Canada, we have all lakes. Or in a place like you know, the, I mean, some South America or tropical, there is plenty, plenty of water. In the Middle East, I mean, no, especially in Israel, it's very difficult. There's a value, no? and yet people use it to, to wash, to cleanse, to, to use ablutions. Mm -hmm. no? it's, it's an important uh, element. No? Very, very precious uh, element that um, transmits life. There is no life without water. You take the water, you, you kill natural life. You know, when you look at the liturgy of St. John Lateran, and you have the uh, image from the readings of Ezekiel, we're talking about the temple and the rivers that flow from the temple, bringing life to the four corners of the earth. Again, he, God could have used anything else, Any but it's water is a symbol of grace that cleanses and brings life and the opposite of it is desert we have in Ezekiel you have the valley of bones where everyone's dead no water dry bones. dryness so the water in that sense is a symbol of the grace of God the material uh, element for us to help us to understand what is the grace of God which is the real life real oh, life exactly. of mankind is the grace of God hmm? 
but there is uh, also a water that um, that help us to understand the how God will uh, will deal with uh, mankind. But you look at, for example, if you dirty your hand mm -hmm. and you use water with soap and you clean that hand, it, of course, you feel better. It's clean. That you understand better the, the role of baptism, the role of God's grace in our lives, which is that it's a cleansing element. And you understand what it is to be dirty, and you understand what it is to be clean. And there is an aspect of gentleness in, the, in water, no? because somebody will say, no, 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 okay, you, maybe you have dirty hands, you can use sand. No? It's, 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 I mean, no, it's sand paper out. And you can really clean. But, but it takes away. No? It's not gentle. It's just something that, you know... This may also evasive that, that water goes everywhere and cleans everything, and it and it can be extremely strong. The power of water is a tsunami. The power of water is oh, impressive, oh. but it can also be very gentle. Very gentle, beautiful. And mm -hmm. that's the action of, and again, that's another element, which is the image of God. Exactly, he, he's gentle and strong at the same time. No? But Father, also, if you permit, no, one one of the moments in the Old Testament that is fantastic is the Exodus. No, but but there is also something impressive, you know, because in the in the same way, let's say, you no, know, the people needed to cross from the slavery of Egypt to the freedom of the of the of the, the you know the, the the new land and everything else. So they cross the Red Sea. But then you have the drama because, of course, no, the, the, the Egyptians didn't didn't appreciate this change. So they're coming after, no. So they get into the into the water. They they start persecuting them, and God allows that the waters close and they all drown, no. And that's also a beautiful symbolism because in baptism, in the end of the story, we go from freedom, exactly. not for, from, from from slavery, slavery. to freedom, and sins get drawn by water, <laughs> no. Saint Augustine uh, also this. says the same thing. He says that our exodus. Each one of us in baptism is very much that. We leave the land of sin and oppression and bondage to the devil in Egypt, and we enter into a new life with God in our journey towards the promised land, which is heaven. And, and apparently in the, uh, the actual place where they, they really went through, there were mountains on both sides and the Egyptians in the back so, and the water in the front. So they, they didn't have any option. <laughs> no. Just to, They had to go ahead and go to the water. Because the water was going to purify them, and it was going to be the, the water that will open the door for their uh, freedom, for their salvation, for going to the promised land. It's a beautiful image of uh, baptism. Can we move already to the New Testament, or there is something else to, that is worth mentioning in the, in the, in the, well, in the, the Old Testament? The Last Supper. The Last, uh, the last Supper, oh. our Lord Jesus Christ is going to use water to clean the feet of his disciples. Ah. Why did he use the uh, water? He could have. He didn't know, need to. He didn't need to. Because actually, to. The, the, he was not cleaning their their feet. He was cleaning soul. Exactly. Because uh, he was uh, saying, "Look, with my death, you're going to be clean." You know. Uh, but he's God. He can use anything he wanted. From all eternity, he envisioned that moment in which he was going to do that action. Absolutely. So and he, he uses he 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 chose he chose water. He didn't need to. No. Unfortunately, some people have a very humanistic, overly humanistic concept of Christ, where they believe that he was forced by conditions of the moment. He wanted to do something good. He saw a basin he of saw water. 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 Yeah. They had an idea in the, the, yeah. the spot. No. no. <laughs> Obviously, he is a hundred percent God, a hundred percent man. But we sometimes forget the hundred percent God point. <laughs> we end up with a very Aryan Jesus, in which he's sort of, he's human with godlike moments. 
No, it was envisioned in the mind of God for all eternity. Monsieur Jean Klein, one of many of his sermons, no, he, he used to say that very, very clearly. No, he said that no, 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 it is that God created water, no, in function of baptism, right? Because it was going to be useful for baptism. It wasn't an afterthought, no, something that he he wanted. No? It, so, yeah. So I mean, I think that's really important for us to look at. But talking about that, then can we go to the baptism? Yes, because it, the, that's. Probably not the, exactly. the peak of, of the role of water and... So basically in the Lord. moment in which you are going to uh, be cured of original sin and you're going to be a children of God, in that moment you have to go through water. If there is no water, there's no baptism. <laughs> so important, water. You can't no baptize baptism. with sand, exactly. you can't baptize with... Uh, Air. Nothing. Nothing. So, Oil, no. so it's amazing how how um, God loves water so much that He, well, the the uh, the first sacrament He instituted seven sacraments, but the number one, the most important one in that sense, is baptism, which opens the door for all of all the others. Hmm? It's a gateway. It's a gateway without which you cannot receive the other sacraments. Exactly. So uh, uh, He will choose water again, hmm? because uh, this is uh, the the best image of the grace that you're going to receive, you're going to become my son. You, you were before, before baptism, we are a creature of God. Exactly. Now we are going to be a son of God, a child of God. But one thing that's interesting to look at, and I think this is something you're getting at right now, is the aspect, why are we creatures? And that's because of original sin, yeah. right? The sin of our first parents. But original sin has, in role of it, has the first sin of the angels. Right, and that's something that's yeah. really for us to keep in mind, and 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 that has the role of why we have sacramentals, we have holy water, we have in the sacraments what we need release of the sin, right? The first sin being that of the angels, then Lucifer uh, tempts Adam and Eve, and they sin, and we end up inheriting that sin. Not a bad example, like Pelagius said. No, it's a true, true inheritance of sorts, but. We have to remember that the, de the, the demons, the fallen angels, were made by God, not just as his messengers, but also as his managers. They were meant to they manage all of creation. And when they failed, they lost their job. So they try to hold on to, they try to take things. And when they, and when they try to take God's image in the person of Adam and Eve, in a sense, they damaged creation. So that's why we need this holy water. We need this element, what the church offers through, of course, the ministry of God, ministry of our Lord through the church. But that element is very important. But talking about ministries, but just in because, um, you know, some accusations, heavy accusations against the church, you know, saying that, no, 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 this was, you know, an invention of the Roman church, you know, the corruption <laughs> of the popes, of, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever, and this and that, we were selling holy water. <laughs> anyway, but, but in reality, you know, it comes from the very early times of the church, year 150, we were talking about that outside the room, before recording the program, no? Um, I think there is Saint, uh, a Pope, Saint Alexander, mm -hmm. that he 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 actually formulated the first uh, what um, rite of benediction, no, for water. Yes, and, that's and Justin Martyr, Brother Justin, by the way, very <laughs> my happy. patron, our patron. Yes, who died in in the year 164. When he describes Mass, he will say that in the beginning of the Mass, the uh, faithful were sprinkled 
with holy water. Amen. Every mass. But why were they sprinkled? To remind them of baptism. Exactly. To remind them of, of their, their baptism, to remind them that they, they had gone, you know, through the, uh, through the ocean. To the, they are going to the promised land, which is the mass, so they have to go through water. <laughs> it's very nice to use water in that sense. And it's very sad, because, in a, in a sense, is that how many Catholic families do not have holy water in their homes? Well, and also we were affected, sure. no, after the pandemic, you know, I think holy water disappeared, no, during the pandemic was, yeah, no, 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 it needs to be taken away. Um, what a disaster. And I think we need to bring holy water back, no? I have also. a question. What is holy water? There we go. It is a sacramental. Hmm? We have the sacraments instituted by our Lord Jesus Christ, and then we have sacramentals that are other means like the sign, of the, the, the sign of the cross, the salt, water, that uh, the church institute to help the faithful to receive the grace, prepare them for, for the grace. So holy water is a water that has been blessed and exorcised by a minister or a priest, a bishop or a pope, etc. Because original sin has stained you all of creation. And even though the water is beautiful, but it was stained because of, sin, of the sin of men. And that's the distinction, Father. No, you have to bless, but exorcise too. No? Who are you exercising it of? Uh huh. Of the devil. Exactly. So you are taking all power that the devil may have on this water. Because after original sin, that's what happened. No? He has jurisdiction. Adam, yes. Adam and Eve sinned, then the devil gained power jurisdiction. on everything that is created. No, I mean, it's, it's material. Yeah. No? Exactly. Uh -huh. Because he, as, as Adam and Eve were, were the kings of creation, queen, king and queen, you want, of creation, then everything that was, was under them also was damaged. Was damaged. Was damaged. And therefore also uh, the devil had a power on what was uh, under, under them, on them and what was under them. Right, in a sense, sense that if, um, if you are a head of a family... And you are, you've been disgraced. Mm -hmm. Because of that disgrace, so is your other members of your family. Of course. If you were elevated, your other members of your family Honor. would also be elevated. True, no? But also what's interesting is that the salt and the water are two symbols which, is, in a sense, symbolize all of the created world, all of, all of creation. In, in summation, holy water is a summary of creation. Now, there are two kinds of holy water, isn't it? Oh, there's I don't more know than if we're going to go right there, but uh, at this point, I think people are wondering, no? because I, at least, I know, well, some years ago, I was thinking, no, water, yeah, Father blesses the water and becomes holy water, no? But it, it, there are some distinctions, too, no, regarding that. Yes, because it's not just a simple blessing. Uh, the, the Word of God is, uh, the, is uh, how God communicates his grace to mankind through his word. You have God and you have the word of God, let's say, second person of the Holy Trinity. So uh, the words will communicate the blessing of God to this element, water. Mm. And then this element will communicate the blessing to whatever is sprinkled. Mm. <laughs> and it doesn't need, that, that it's not absolutely necessary that the water really touches everything. Because it is a blessing, and a blessing is not a material thing. Oh. The water is material, but it will, it will communicate something that is spiritual. 
spiritual so, reality. So, you know, some, sometimes people, you know, at Mass or whatever, they, if they don't receive some drops of water, they say, oh, I was not blessed. No, no. of course you were. <laughs> the intention was there. <laughs> exactly, because the intention of the priest, the, the one who was bringing holy water on, uh, on you or on the, on, on the people in, in, um, uh, at the place, it's enough to bring the blessing of God on, on them and to cleanse the spirit. So the, uh, the, the right of the blessing of the water, uh, there are many different rights, but one is the, let's say, the old one or the, 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 uh, the one that was more, more common, actually. And uh, it has a lot of, uh, of uh, signs of the cross, etc. It invokes the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It, it asks you know, that God will give to the water the power to take away the devil and to bring his spirit on whatever it touches. It can be a person, it can be a house, it can be an animal, it can be, you know, whatever. It can be a car. So we use water and we use salt. Something that is liquid and something that is solid. But they mix together very well. Because actually the salt uh, uh, diluits itself. Uh, in the in the water and they become one yes they become one almost inseparable exactly so the uh, the salt has another aspect that as the water cleans the salt preserves cures and it cures of bad things and it and it, uh, it, uh, it preserves of uh, corruption therefore of sin mm-hmm. we have elisha in the old testament mm-hmm. using it in jericho Actually, the word salary, and in many languages, no, the word salary it comes because salt. people were paid, you know, with so even, even if you go to Rome, you have the Via Salaria, no? The Via Salaria is where the Romans would gather to receive the salt. You had soldiers there costing the salt. They got paid with salt, no? That also has a value to it. Well, we have the English expression, someone who's not worth their salt, Oof. which means they're useless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's true, another another value. But Father, the old the old missal so it specifies that. You no, know, you bless the water, you exorcise the water. Bless the salt, yes. exorcise the, the salt, salt also. Mix them both with a with a formula, right? And then and you exercise the combination. And the combination, no? yes. Yeah, exercise it a third time. Because we were just we were listening to a, about an, an exorcist that was talking about that. And he says that that's the most powerful. I mean, the devil says, no, 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 this is like much more. And someone compares, says, no, blessed water only is that uh, coffee that is decaf, no? <laughs> <laughs> and, and this water we're talking about is a real coffee. It's, it's real espresso. <laughs> espresso. <laughs> it's exactly that. <laughs> it's a good comparison. Wow. Because um, the devil runs away from, from holy water. Oh, yeah. St. Teresa of Avila, she, she tells in her life that, uh, that the devil appeared to her and she was trying to put the devil away. And the only way to put him away was to take holy water and to sprinkle the, uh, that apparition with uh, holy water and the devil went away, disappeared. So this is why we should have holy water, for example, in our houses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's different varieties of holy water too. Yes. There's Easter water. There's Epiphany water. There's, there's holy, the common holy water. There is water with uh, with oil, hmm? Hmm. with blessed oil, exactly. 
So there are different. Here in the hills, we have that. No, I mean, we have li little, little well, containers, no, and everybody has that. And it's, you know, you use before you go to bed, you use in the morning, no, and also for families, very good idea, no, if you want to bless your child, exactly. which, you know, fathers and mothers have that possibility, no. Well, use holy water and then bless your children before they go to school or something, no. What, what does it mean? It means that you are blessing your, your child with a water that was blessed by the priest who received the blessing from our Lord Jesus Christ. So you are. Blessing your child with the Lord Jesus Christ. With uh, his, uh, can we say that in the family, mothers and fathers are like a pope or like a priest? Can we say that? They're symbols of God. Of course, of God. They, are. Of God. Of course yeah. they are. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's the responsibility of the parents. Yeah. Yeah. But of course you have to do it with faith. Oh, yes. Because it's, it's not a... Uh, hocus pocus going on here. Exactly. It's not, it's not something magic. It's not a magic object. You, know? you sprinkle the water, miracles happen. Depends certain, on the faith. And certain blessings, do you have to call Father? No, I mean, bless your car. Bless. Although you can do that too. I mean, you can. Have a I mean, there are places that sure. have blessing that the water was a miraculous water, mm -hmm. but like Lourdes, for example, right? But without faith, it's not a magic. It's not a magic potion. Of course. Without faith, it's zero. It's worthless. Of course, because the miracle happens as a reward for what. For your faith? Faith. <laughs> if you don't have faith, how God, God can do a miracle to you? Which is going to reward what? Hmm? We have to watch out because we turn what is beautiful and sacred into superstition. So a rosary which is beautiful and sacred becomes superstition. Because it's not done with faith. Oh, I have a rosary. I'm okay. No. no. We use the scapula. No. So because I'm I use okay. the scapula, I can commit a sin, you know, and then the scapula will save me. No, no, no. Um, I have a miraculous medal. Therefore, I'm okay. No. Um, you know, so on and so forth. There's faith. There's desire. There's, there's, there's fidelity. There's et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think some people, unfortunately, some of our, our, our Catholics, mostly those are more culturally Catholic, they forget about the faith element. Right? Well, I have palms in my house. I'm blessed. Or I don't go to church at all. I don't practice my faith. But get out of my way. I need to go to church on Ash Wednesday. Because that's and then we can come back next year. But I won't come back for a no. year. <laughs> or I remember one priest telling me, he said he was a strange group of people. He says, okay, we know about the CNE Catholic. Christmas, New Year's, and Easter. But there's another variety, which are the palms and ashes. <laughs> they only come out for ashes on their forehead and the whole palms in their hands. They don't even come for Easter. It's, I, I don't understand. It's poor catechism, Absolutely. poor catechesis. For them, religious is a little bit like a superstition. Huh? If you do something like this, you're going to be paid. Uh, got good luck. If you do something <laughs> like that, you're going to have bad luck. No. No, and that, that's why I think we you know we have to to share the podcast, no, so we can share with them, and then eventually you know, help them because they they, they need, no? and it's important to know. Sometimes it's ignorance, and you know we need to be sustained and helped. Sometimes it's not bad spirit; it's just mm. bad knowledge. But yeah, they, it was passed down poorly, and the no person ends up with a poisoned gift. So when you uh, you encounter holy water, let's say at a church or at your house, of course it has to be in a in a clean uh, container. Of course, you have to, to, to take care of the water. It can become dirty, etc. But then when you put your finger in, in the water and you, you put it on one side and you, you, and you take it out, side, it reminds the Jewish people going through, going through the, the Red Sea. It reminds the, the Jewish people going through the, uh, through the Red Jordan Sea. Jordan River too, no? <laughs> exactly. And then yes. to the Jordan. 
with Joshua. So leaving slavery and going to the um, to the promised land, and it reminds us of our baptism, and and also it uh, cleans us of any uh, venial sin that we could have. So not mortal. Not mortal. Mortal is only in confession, but venial, yes. Uh, it's it's enough to do this, and all my you know my uh, venial sins went away. So, you know, it's, it's not by chance that at the entrance of the church, when we come from the street, no, mm -hmm. at the entrance of the church there is holy water. So you you use the holy water, very thing, very first thing we cleanse, no, exactly uh, as you say, no venial sins and whatnot, and then we go, no, because you are going to a holy place and you cannot go to a holy place with stain in your in your soul. In the same way as you already mentioned, that our Lord cleansed the feet of the apostles before the Last Supper, mm -hmm. we cleanse our souls before we approach the the uh, banquet of the Lord. So we really delve Absolutely. now in all the benefits. Is that? This, this is like a to? beautiful, actually, I wanted to underline. Uh -huh, it's a beautiful uh -huh, uh -huh. meaning, you know. Uh, in the same way that our Lord Jesus Christ prepared the, his apostles, his disciples, apostles, for the big sacrifice of the Last Supper and the, um, and, and the death on the cross and, the, and his resurrection, by cleaning their feet with water when you take some holy water you're also cleaning your feet let's say and you're preparing yourself in the same way that our lord jesus christ prepared his disciples for the last supper in in that sense there's a there's unfortunately there's a i, I don't under, i don't understand what uh, the basis of it maybe some other person knows the, the true theological basis but some parishes for some bizarre reason decide there's the decide that during Lent, they remove the holy water from church yeah. and they put sand instead. Okay. Okay. <sighs> to remind Isn't us. Lent supposed to be a penitential season in which we're supposed to try to fix what's wrong and cleanse ourselves? Yes. Uh, we already mentioned sand doesn't clean very well. It's very harsh. It doesn't work too well. You don't, it doesn't work. I don't understand the basis of it. No. I think you should have more holy water. Of course. Exactly. Like, up, uh, augment the amount of holy water. No, and also, you know, the more you think about holy water, you think about heaven, a paradise, no? And the, hell, in the end, is the total absence of water, no? It's just no, hot. It's, no it's just hot or there's cold, no, but there's nothing good there. Nothing there, so, I don't know. The terrible place, there's no water. There's, there's no, water. no refreshing water. Because remember, that was one of the, in the um, Gospel of um, Matthew, um, between Devers and Lazarus, right? He says, you know, uh, Father Abraham... Tell Lazarus to go and dip his finger in the water and give me one drop. One drop. I mean, it's, it's always funny because he says, even there when he's in hell, he's still giving commands. <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> he's, still got, he's still got problems. Um, he hasn't figured out that the situation is very different. And, and Abraham says, mm, there's no way. No there's, one can cross, not even with a drop. No, drop of water, nothing. the flip of, no. But you see, all he wanted was a drop. Didn't get it. But what did that mean? Is that on the other side, there's, Plenty of water. The beautiful parable. That it's, uh, so first benefit, then holy water goes and forgives venial sins. sins. Not mortal. No, not mortal. Not mortal. Venial sins, yes. It cleans your soul in order to be um, acceptable, you know, and pleasing to God to go into his house, into his temple. Here in the notes, Father, we have also that expels devils and the evil things caused by them. So I don't know if you... Yes, it also cures. Huh? Uh -huh. It also cures from, from sickness. Many sicknesses are actually created by the devil because uh, a sickness is a dysfunction 
of something that God created that was supposed to be good. And the devil wants to destroy what God does, and he creates, you know, illness. So uh, by using holy water, you will have good effects on even your body. Mm -hmm. Your body will, will be better because whatever comes from, uh, from the devil will, will go away. So no, 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 no wonder why our lady in Lourdes, no, Use. she no, asks the, the, the Bernadette to, to go dig, so there is going to be water, and through that water... Oh. What's also interesting about Lourdes is that it wasn't something of a cheap amount of water, like a little dribble of water, or a little, you know, a thimbleful of water. It, was cop it is copious amounts, that they have no idea where even the water comes from, no. but it's, it, it just flows, flows, and flows and flows and, and flows. It's 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 very much how God's grace is. It's 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 overflowing, impressive. But and so, in Lourdes, it is the spirit of Mary that moves over the waters. So getting the water of Lourdes is not the same as the holy water. Oh, not the same. I know. It has as other other characteristics, other powers, etc. But it's the spirit of Mary that comes to you. And it's like a little bit like Mary touching you, Mary cleaning you, Mary, you know, blessing you. It's our late in our in a sense, it's our lady opening a window into the house of the Lord, bringing us in through a way we do not deserve to go, and and brings us in and offers us healing, and particularly in just in in our souls, in our in our minds, and our bodies as a, as a third uh, a third choice. Also, when we wake up in the morning, so another moment in which we. We should take holy water. Uh, the night is a moment in which the devil has more power to, to, act, to act because the devil doesn't like light. The devil is a spirit of darkness. So in darkness, he has kind of more power eventually to, um, to, to have a bad influence on, on somebody. So in the morning when somebody wakes up, he should you know, also again take some holy water. He will take everything... Uh, away from idea. him yeah. that the devil could have uh, done during the uh, the night. Mm -hmm. Also, for the same reason, before going to bed, people also should take holy water. It's a very good moment to to take holy water. You know, some of the brothers were commenting too. You know that sometimes, uh, and it's interesting. You know, I was listening to them because we also have a, a Spanish podcast, and then you know many of the things that we say here and so on, we kind of you know, we take you know. <laughs> As a, as a loan, but but it's interesting, you no? Know, because many many of them were saying, um, yes, uh, sometimes if you need to focus, you no, know, because also you could be in the middle of turmoil, temptations, trials, you no. Know, so you need to focus. Why not? You no, know, you use holy water, and all of a sudden, you know, the person is more at, at ease, and also you can focus easier, you no, know, on things you have to do. Uh, and that's uh, you clean your mind, no. Yeah? So leaving home also is a moment in which. Uh, uh, we should use holy water because it is a moment in which you are going to be exposed to many things, good and bad. Fortunately, nowadays it's much traffic, more bad than good. Traffic, we get in the highway. Who knows if you know there is going to be an accident? An accident so many dangers. Mm -hmm. So it is a moment in which uh, you you ask the blessing of God. It's a way of asking His blessing. You are alone. You put your finger, you know, in the holy water. You are asking God, please bless me. Please protect me. I now need your help. I'm going to go under your protection. But when when children leave home, no parents need also to do that. No, they bless them because that is a, exactly. a wonderful occasion to protect them. 
Well, this is good to have also a fountain of, of our holy water in your house. We have this one here, for example, that is a very nice um, fountain done, done by, by the heralds, uh, which uh, is something that you put on your wall and you put here uh, holy water. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice uh, way of uh, having holy water at home for you, for your children, for, for anyone who comes in. Also, he sees there is holy water. The devil will not come in <laughs> because the devil <laughs> doesn't like to put his finger here. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> no, and also it has to become a habit, no? Using holy water needs to become a habit and a good habit. We can no? profit so much from it, no? Okay, so Father, to summarize, so forgives venial sins, keeps the devil away, uh, helps us to cure sicknesses, no? Yes. And, and, and reminds our, our baptism. Reminds us of our baptism. We have here one more, which is attracts the Holy Spirit to benefit our body and soul. It, that's a sacramental, isn't it? The very definition of a sacramental? It is, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sacramental is for that, to, to attract the Holy Spirit. The sacrament gives you the Holy Spirit. The sacramentals will attract the Holy Spirit on you. It's like a, it's like a channel. It, it, it prepares a channel of graces that can come towards us. The more we use sacramentals properly, the more that allows these vehicles of grace to come, like a crucifix, a rosary, a miraculous medal. We already talked about all that, but I mean, it's, you start these channel, channels of graces towards us, the more, the, more the bear, merrier, right? We don't just need one. We need plenty, lots of grace. And, mm. that, and that we forget about that sometimes, we, we, unfortunately. But the idea that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, and the more that we remove sin and vice from ourselves, the more we leave space for God to live within us. There was a, a case that one of the exorcists in Washington was commenting. I think it's that that's the one we were just listening. And this is another case, but it's this, is that uh, all of a sudden there was a, a girl that had issues, you know, with the devil, had problems at home. And so all of a sudden, you know, she left to prepare something in the kitchen and, and, and the priest was left alone in her bedroom. So he started to bless, you know, he blessed here, blessed there, put holy water and so on. And, and the person didn't know. So the priest left, no, and then some days later receives a phone call, and this young lady says, "Father, um, did you do anything in my in my room when you were there? <laughs> Why? No, because I started actually to see the devil, and the devil could not come in, could not come into my room. I wanted to ask you, what is this, right? And of course, he used holy water to bless everything, no, uh, with salt and everything, and, and looked up." And the beauty of that mixture between water and salt is that actually, even when the water will evaporate, the salt stays. Remains. Remains mm-hmm. forever. This is a, it's a wonderful combination that the church has uh, brought together, water and salt. And, and one last thing, maybe, what about the souls in purgatory? Absolutely. <laughs> the, uh, there's a mysterious connection between the holy water and the souls in purgatory. And maybe... Uh, this is what our Lord Jesus Christ had in mind when he did that parable of Lazarus, you know, and the, and the rich uh, man who was in, in, uh, in hell. And, uh, and Lazarus was uh, with Abraham. And, uh, and he asked Lazarus to, to dip his finger in, uh, in water. Which water? The best water is holy water. But not for those who are in hell because they have no solution. But yes, for those who are in purgatory. So this is why it is attributed to the uh, to uh, the holy water that whenever you you take some holy water 
that uh, if you want, you can you can leave a drop like this fl- uh, fall on the floor in the sense that this drop is going for the souls in purgatory. Ah, <laughs> and it can be, and they actually feel relief. Yes. Oh, wow. it's, yes. The, it's the desire, it's the, the desire intention. The, the right? intention. Right? In the same way you were saying that with the asparagus at church, not everyone has to be soaked by the, no. by the holy water, but it's the intention of the one who's sprinkling this, the uh, holy water for the souls of purgatory. A German princess uh, from the lion, no? she comments that, no? that when she started to see the first souls from purgatory that started you know, appearing to her and so on, that's the very first thing that her confessor said. Well, if you, if you don't know where they come from, use holy water. And she completely realized that every single soul in purgatory that, that appeared to her immediately felt relief you know, with her uh, praying with them, you know, giving them holy water. It's just very amazing. But holy water helps the whole communion of saints. It helps us, we're members of the church here on earth, church pilgrim or militant, um, helps us become closer to God. Uh, it helps the souls in purgatory, gives them relief. But it gives joy to heaven. The more we are make ourselves closer to to heaven, to God, to virtue, etc., we give joy to them. And I may say on a different side, it gives horror to hell because we're distancing ourselves from hell. We're moving closer to heaven. So it has a totally efficacious principle. Wonderful. So we hope uh, everybody who heard this this uh, this podcast, who who watched it and whatnot, know from now on, become really very fond of of holy water. Of the use of holy water it becomes a habit and becomes a joy as well. Not to use it. it, has to be part of your life. It has to be. Be an apostle of holy water. There we go. So with the final blessing, we are going also to sprinkle uh, you uh, in a certain way. Uh, and on those who are watching as well, eh? they, they <laughs> include it. Eh? <laughs> the Lord be with you. And with your Holy spirit. Spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And may this holy water remain with you forever. Amen. Amen.